listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. And the lockdown continues. The days are more busier than the usual normal days. Wondering what is most important to be in a lockdown situation or to live freely and happily. Of course, in lockdown also we are living happily. But yet again, in this situation, we are being more productive. So with this note, I would like to conclude when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Hello everyone, I am your host Dr. Kavita Bhargav, a PhD in psychology, SLET cleared, gold medalist in psychology and now a trainer, mentor, interviewer for clinical hypnotherapy and transpersonal regression therapy. I'm back again with you to present my fourth episode on psychological disorders. Somehow I have started loving making the episodes. The more episodes I make, the more energy gets filled into me to create more episodes. Thank you for your genuine responses and for the excitement. Always looking forward to my upcoming podcast. In this episode, we are going to discuss the three key ideas which are mood disorders, schizophrenic disorders, and the subtypes of schizophrenia. The questions that you can expect in this episode getting answered are define major depressive disorder, mention characteristics of people suffering from mania, define the term schizophrenia, mention some positive symptoms of schizophrenia, define delusion, what are delusions of persecution? What are negative symptoms of schizophrenia? Mention characteristic of people suffering from catatonic stupor. Identify the symptoms associated with depression and mania. Discuss risk factors that predict the livelihood of suicide. How can suicide be prevented? The large or the long answer type question could be what are the positive symptoms and negative symptoms of schizophrenia? Discuss subtypes of schizophrenia. So without making much of effort into this and that, let's begin with the first disorder of this episode, which is known as mood disorder. So mood disorders are characterized by disturbed mood or emotions for a long duration. Depression is both 
a symptom as well as a disorder of person who feels low after losing some near and dear ones even this is a kind of depression as the disorder it has three varieties or types the types of mood disorders are major depressive disorder mania and bipolar mood disorder the major depressive disorder is defined as a period of depressed mood as well as loss of interest or pleasure in most activities the other symptoms are change in body weight constant sleep problems inability to think clearly tiredness greatly slowed down behavior and thoughts of death and suicide feelings of guilt and hopelessness in hypnotherapy we talk about two types of disorders this is not for class 11th and 12th answer sheet so please avoid writing these into your answer sheets the two types of disorders are the minor depression and major depression these are the two symptoms of depression minor depression generally it has low energy motivation and appetite such people who have this this depressive disorder can easily function well in the day to day life they can be a constant headache but it will not stop them from doing the normal chores of the life or for working or the workplace situations the major depression is when depression pervades every aspects of life even while getting out of the bed or to go to work or problems you know every minute problem would be exaggerated so these will be the people who will have an affective depression like they won't be able to move around in their day to day activities so they'll be constantly lying on the bed looking in the wall not thinking anything or would like to isolate would be in their own zones you would not be able to talk to them interact with them even after you know pestering them a lot but then they will be into their own situations what can cause depression as per class 12th so the following are the factors that may cause depression genes are like you know the heredity that plays an important role in bipolar as well as depression age age is also a risk factor women are at risk during young adulthood while men are at risk in the early middle age gender women are more likely to report depression than men negative life events and lack of social support even this may lead to depression other reasons can be stress traumatic events chronic patterns of negative thinking this this person never gives up thinking negative something or the other you know one negative thought is like a cobweb it multiplies replicates and this leads to depression genetic factors and personality factors also may lead to depression as we've studied in the diastasis stress model when that increases depression may be the outcome of that thing specific diseases and major illnesses may also bring about depression other than this medication alcohol and drug abuse the hormonal imbalances the fears and the phobias along with the loss if a person is facing any kind of loss be it death of a near and dear one breakup or divorce or losing some very dear thing can also result into depression what can be the symptoms of depression so this is off the records of class 12th any five or of the following symptoms that are felt continuously by the person for 2 weeks or more than that that may indicate 
major depression what kind of symptoms are they depressed mood most of the day nearly every day diminished interest or pleasure in almost all the activities of the day that is also nearly every day significant weight gain or weight loss when no dieting is happening or decreased appetite nearly every day insomnia or hypersomnia which means not being able to sleep or oversleep it out abnormal restlessness now this is the most differentiating factor between anxiety and depression what happens when you are anxious or feeling restless generally a person would like to walk around if the nervousness is building up in the body to reduce it that person will walk but if a person is in depression this person will not walk rather slip inside the bed thinking that this restlessness will go away so there happens a drop in physical activity nearly every day so this is a abnormal restlessness most significant symptom that may define depression fatigue or loss of energy nearly every day is another symptom feeling of worthlessness or excessive inappropriate guilt nearly every day diminished ability to think concentrate or make decisions nearly every day even to an extent ki kya khaoge abhi this person will not know ki kya khana hai tum hi bata do kya khana hai kuch khana hai ya nahi wo bhi nahi pata hai okay this may happen like that recurrent thoughts of death or suicidal thoughts or attempts as we discussed earlier even these may be the symptoms of depression so any of these symptoms specifically for 2 weeks or more it should be a combination of five symptoms which i just mentioned for a period of 2 weeks or more remember that otherwise depression is aise nahi hai ki bas aise chalte firte bol gaye are mujhe to depression ho raha hai no there has to be a significant indicator to it and these are the indications the next disorder in mood disorders is mania mania is a less common disorder where people become euphoric extremely active extremely talkative and easily distractible their attention will keep on shifting and they will talk a lot they would not even realize what they are talking no i had a client if i would ask something and they would keep talking 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 without even understanding where i am leading that client to so you know it becomes in the clinical scenario it becomes difficult to stop them from this talking thing that is the most differentiating factor of maniacs now coming to bipolar disorder now if we look at depression that's at one end of the disorders while mania is at the other end depression may person is inside himself isolated would not want to talk but in mania the person is excessively good and you know happy go lucky and does out of the way things to please you and you would be like you know in love with that person not understanding that this is actually a maniac coming to bipolar mood disorder this is the category that has a combination of both depression as well as mania and this would happen alternatively these are the people who have higher risk of suicide So how does the alternative cycle happens at a period of good 2 3 months the person will be in depression then for another 5 6 months or 3 months the person will be in mania so you would say ki okay this person is fine but then after this period again the depressive cycle will follow so that's where it is you know it becomes little difficult to understand what's going on in the person's mind but at the same time you can if you have the knowledge of this you would understand okay now depression cycle then mania and then depression would come again 
So don't get disguised by the maniac portion of it. It may be bipolar disorder. There are marriages which have been broken because of this. The females or the wives of such patients never understood what was happening with that person. At times they were very happy. At times they were very depressive. And uh, in the depression cycle, they would become harmful for them, going for domestic violence or other stuff. But then yet again, timely understanding of what is going on at the other end. You can be saved, and the other person can also be saved. The precautions can be taken as and when required. Now, coming to the risk factors that are involved in suicide, because this is a part of mania. So let's understand this. Looking at the age, then teenagers, young adults, and people over 70 years are at risk. Talking about the gender, then men have a higher rate of contemplated suicide than women. It is. written contemplated they will think over they will plan and then go ahead you know um, there was a friend of mine uh, whose um, brother in law he committed suicide and he was a very lucky happy go lucky person he would laugh and crack jokes we would never understand that okay this is a person who can actually do this so one fine day he had actually planned basically so he took the family for an outing and you know for good 15 20 days they were out after coming back home he just uh, left a message to his father in law saying that daddy i'm leaving and then he stood in front of the train and that was it that was the end of everything so we were surprised what happened to this person and we could never understand till date so it was a shock that came to us the family gets disoriented post something like this happens so if you are listening to me and if you have these tendencies it is a right time to see a professional therapist or a counselor coming to the culture then cultural attitudes are also an important factor for example in japan if you are in shame then it is okay to commit suicide so in our culture that is not acceptable but in japan it is fine so for them it is like they are at high risk of suicide because shame and disgrace they cannot bear so they approve of it coming to the negative expectations hopelessness setting unrealistic high standard by the near and dear ones or the society around this may also lead to suicide now how do we prevent suicide the most important topic also asked in lot of cbse questions how do we prevent suicide now understand it can be prevented when we are alert so what can be the symptoms and how do we get alert to it then you would see a change in eating and sleeping habits of the person withdrawal from friends family and regular activities will happen something which is abnormal all of a sudden the person would do that violent actions rebellious behavior and running away from situations drug and alcohol abuse may start marked personality change it's not like you know a gradual change in personality but an immediate one they would be either too friendly or too depressive continuous boredom may happen difficulty in concentration they won't be able to concentrate they won't know what is going on they would have fear about uh, the future whether they would be able to clear their so many backs or not and then won't be able to concentrate won't be able to write at all so you have to be little cautious here complaints about physical symptoms and loss of complete interest in pleasurable activities ask them what gives you the pleasure in life and they would not know what gives them the pleasure they would not understand what is their hobby so on to this note you know it becomes really important that once you understand that this is the person your friend or a family member who is having all these symptoms little careful be careful about this person have a watch do not enter his zone have a word or two try to be around be empathetic but at the same time do not enter this person's zone too much they may feel discomfortable you know just have a watch 
this is all i can suggest when it comes to suicide if we meet in person or maybe you can pitch in your questions into the facebook group and we'll be happy to answer that coming to the next key idea which is schizophrenic disorders let's understand what is schizophrenia schizophrenia is a kind of end of all the disorders it's a mix of many things so a group of severe psychotic disorders that damages personal social and occupational functioning all three gets damaged this happens usually due to disturbances in thinking strange perceptions unusual emotional states and mechanical abnormalities it it is easily distinguishable so you can understand okay there are hallucination the delusion or the positive symptoms or the negative symptoms that are going on in the person which we will talk about in detail in few seconds so you can just understand okay this is the schizophrenic thing which is coming up and definitely schizophrenia is um, not that difficult definitely it is difficult for the person who is having this but more difficult for the caregivers so spread awareness about it okay and if schizophrenia it is it is a psychotic disorder we need medication for this first and foremost do not take risk if you are a counselor or a therapist listening to me do not take any kind of risk thinking that this is an entity or this is foreign energy attack do no risk involved first and foremost go for the medication part because this is now onto the body the chemicals are spreading so coming to the symptoms the symptoms of schizophrenia are classified into three categories the positive symptoms the negative symptoms and the psychomotor symptoms positive symptoms include pathological and bizarre additions of thoughts emotions and behavior something that is excessive added on to it okay the negative symptom is the absence of something so we call it the pathological deficit the key importance word is deficit here of thoughts emotions and behavior and rest other are psychomotor symptoms like uh, some kind of rigidity or something which has to be doing with the body movement or stuff those are the psychomotor symptoms so let's understand the positive symptoms they include certain delusions the main symptoms are delusions formal thought disorders and hallucinations these are the three important positive symptoms each of them will be described now so coming to the positive symptoms now the main symptoms are as i said delusions so let's understand what are delusions so these are certain false beliefs or incorrect logic a person doesn't know that this thing is happening with him or not there is a difference between delusion and illusion in delusion there can be a rope and you may perceive it as snake but in delusion there is no stimulus and yet you perceive something or the other so it is incorrect logic they cannot be removed even by rational argument with the person the person feels i am seeing it i am okay with that so major delusions include delusion of persecution now in this delusion the person believes that he is being attacked threatened spied upon plotted against or deliberately victimized they would say you know i have another client of mine who feels that there were people who followed him who left him a message and gave him certain secret codes they would talk uh, like as if you know there are some aliens who are trying to get in touch with this person or only he is being followed that's persecution people with this delusion may believe that the family members if they are clubbing together they are planning something against him so that's where the delusion of persecution 
occurs next is delusion of reference now this kind of person would uh, attach personal and special meaning to the activities of others or objects or events they would feel okay somewhere or the other each person i am meeting or each thing that i am seeing has a reference to me so me means the patient delusion of grandeur the person believes that he is a very important personality a king or a very powerful personality like can say hitler or prime minister modi for that matter he may feel that he is having this grandeur personality next is delusion of control here the person believes that their feelings thoughts and actions are controlled by others there was a student of mine who faced this kind of uh, delusion of control um he was living in a hostel and he felt that there was a room in which he was while sleeping he was called and the way even he felt or behaved or walked everything was controlled this is freaky but this is how the person feels the next is formal thought disorders now these are certain illogical thoughts and unclear speech that makes communication with patients very difficult so illogical unclear speech this is basically these are the keywords what may happen derailment or loosening of associations like you know rapid shifting from one topic to another which makes thinking illogical they would start with something and they would take it to somewhere somewhere and then somewhere else so you know they lose the track of what they were staying initially don't go by your psychology teachers we may talk something and then land up somewhere else that was on the lighter note okay that is to explain you certain things but then people who are not teachers and then they start behaving this man in this manner like you know if i ask them what is your name they would say i am from london and um, i have these many degrees and working in some corporate they would start talking about everything but not what the original question was what is your name neologism now this is something interesting they invent new words or phrases which only they understand like you know i was walking and this person trapofied me okay we can understand the meaning of trapofied but then they may pick up something which is irrelevant as well as you can't figure out what is the other person trying to say next is perseveration under this formal thought disorders category perseveration is persistent and inappropriate repetition of the same thoughts so they'll keep on repeating the same thoughts so i remember uh, you know uh, my dad used to have um, a bua so this person was our grandmother so she would always time and again ask my grandmother her name was krishna my grandmother's name so krishna tere kak bachche in english krishna how many kids do you have now she would say okay i have these many kids and yet again she would again ask krishna tere kak bachche krishna how many kids do you have she would answer again there are many people who would ask acha what is the timing on the watch what is the time you would tell them thousand times and then again they would ask what is the thought or what is the time so that repetition may happen and the third positive symptom and most interesting one is hallucination where the person has a false perception in the absence of external stimulus there is no stimulus again here they would feel auditory hallucination most common hallucination in which the person hears the sound or voices that speak words phrases 
and sentences directly to the person if you feel that these voices are talking to you then that's called the second person hallucination if you feel that there are two people talking with each other then it is the third person hallucination you are overhearing that so if you imagine talk to one another referring to the patient this is called the third person hallucination okay there is the tactile hallucination uh, here you may feel burning tingling touch sensations there are clients who come to me with this issue also and um, of course uh, in hypnotherapy we take a different course of treatment but then first we check through the psychometric test where the person is so there were some who came with a tactile thing and that got easily managed with two three therapy session we believe that there is some external energy and then this gets released with some other modality you can call it like the spirit release or esr we call it ego states room so generally tactile comes from there but yet again you being psychologist and the students of psychology focus more on the medical part of it and burning tingling touch sensation this should be good enough for you for class 12th somatic means something happening inside the body like as if a snake is crawling in the stomach or a spider is moving around or there is something inside of you visual hallucination is uh, where you feel color where you see color people or objects moving around or you know some things like that gustatory is strange food or drink like taste something that has to do with the taste bud of yours olfactory is again smell thing so you smell different kind of fragrances or poison or smoke or anything that has to be doing with your smelling power this finishes the positive symptoms coming to the negative symptoms of schizophrenic disorders the first one is elogia which suggests poverty of speech the person is unable to talk it out his speech content is reduced along with the speech part of it so he is mostly mute and um, won't be able to communicate with you blunted effect is where the person feels less of anger less of sadness less of joy and other feelings that the normal people may generally feel that's blunted effect flat effect where the person is completely numb there are no emotions at all crack a joke and the person will have a dumb face in front of you no smile pinch him or shout at him blunt face again there are no no single sign of any emotions that's flat affect last in this category is evolution which is apathy inability to either start a work or to complete any activity such people remain socially isolated and focus on their own ideas so they would not be um, able to complete anything and they'll be all in their own minds in their own zones coming to the next symptoms types of symptoms of schizophrenic disorders these are the psychomotor symptoms the first is catatonia now let's understand what exactly is catatonia these are like physical movements that get affected patients may make certain facial gestures and odd faces and this would be in extreme forms and they would stay like stay for long long durations these are catatonia you know twisted face or a twisted hand or a twisted leg such kind of things the three types of catatonia are catatonic stupor where patient remain silent and motionless for long periods of time so just sitting means sitting for a long duration without getting tired or anything like that and no single word from their mouth would be heard catatonic rigidity patients keep a rigid and upright posture for long period catatonic posturing is some 
uh, awkward, strange, uncomfortable positions for long, long periods. Probably I'll ask the group admin, Dr. Prashasti Jain, to pitch in certain videos or YouTube links to show you how exactly these catatonia or catatonic stupor, rigidity or posturing looks like. So she'll pitch in some videos onto the group. Go and check them. And also, guys, uh, start responding. She's been posting some questions so that I know that you are listening to my podcast. So please do that. With this, we finish the second key idea. The third key idea is also under the category of schizophrenia, which is called the subtypes of schizophrenia. Now, in these subtypes, it's like not a complete positive or negative symptom will be shown, but it will be a mix of everything. So now let's understand what exactly is this. So paranoid type the, is the first subtype of schizophrenia. In this, there will be a mix of symptoms like delusions or auditory hallucination. And there is no disorganized speech or behavior or inappropriate effect. So discriminating factors are delusion and auditory hallucinations. The second type is disorganized type. Here, disorganized speech and behavior along with inappropriate or flat effect may happen catatonic type in this type extreme inability to move mutism the person is quiet and extreme negativeness may happen negativity may come in undifferentiative type either no major symptom is found anything and everything will be picked up so you just can't figure out what exactly is going on so not major yet there are certain symptoms the last is the residual type at least there is a one attack of schizophrenia which would be followed by negative symptoms so once in my lifetime, I had a client who once had a schizophrenic attack and later on, there was a negative symptom thing. For good number of years, she was into the negative symptoms, mutism and, you know, uh, lack of speech and all those, you know, uh, flat effect. It was a mix of all, but mostly negative symptoms like allergia, blunted effect. She couldn't feel, there were no emotions. So with this person, again, I had to refer it to the psychiatrist and then to a clinical psychologist so anyway uh, that was sad but then for a good number of years the family couldn't understand what was happening with her so anyway with this i finish all the three key ideas let's have a very quick recap what all did we study in this episode were firstly we studied mood disorders the three types of mood disorders which are major depressive disorder mania bipolar mood disorder followed by the symptoms of disorders and the five symptoms that could possibly make you understand that okay these are from two weeks or more than that and you can then go for the further procedure of it what are the symptoms i'm repeating them here again these are very important from a layman's perspective also the symptoms are depressed mood diminished interest significant weight gain or loss insomnia or hypersomnia, decreased appetite, abnormal restlessness, fatigue or loss of energy, feelings of worthlessness or inappropriate guilt, diminished ability to think, concentrate or make decisions, recurrent thoughts of death or suicide thoughts or attempts. These are important symptoms, five of them or more for good two weeks or more may indicate a major depression into you reasons of depressions were also discussed next if a person of depression comes to you a quick tip here is do not ask him to meditate 
because he is already in a negative thinking pattern if the file is negative in the conscious mind the person will go off to sleep with the negative mind or even if the meditation happens then the negative file is the first file that would go in so please stop suggesting meditations to people with depression give them something productive something that is giving kick to that something like their hobby something that gives them the glare of life something exciting to do like if a person likes painting suggest painting to this person do not ask him to write down or do any kind of meditations be it more like meditation so avoid that rather suggest something which is of interest to the person then is mania mania was followed by the bipolar mood disorders and the risk of suicides and the risk factors involved and how can we prevent suicide was also discussed this was followed by the schizophrenic disorders we discussed what is schizophrenia the positive symptoms of schizophrenia the negative symptoms of schizophrenia and also the psychomotor symptoms and after that we discussed the subtypes of schizophrenia which were paranoid type disorganized type catatonic type undifferentiated type residual type so ladies and gentlemen with this we finish the fourth episode thank you for being with me thank you for listening and giving your encouragement to me day in day out i look forward to hearing from you follow me on instagram for my next instagram live which is on 18th of may and i'm doing a live on to handling rejection with deepa ramchandani you can also follow me on to the facebook group i also have a facebook page by the name k psych dr kavita psychological services so you can follow and get the updates from there also apart from that i'm also on linkedin and twitter looking forward to see you happy learning happy healing Thank you.